This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Each Thursday on Unfiltered, I'll be bringing on a different anonymous guest to open up about their real life dating experiences. We'll discuss what they went through or are going through, how they navigated it, what they've learned and what advice they have to anyone else going through something similar. Unfiltered is your reminder that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Seeing Other People Unfiltered is presented by Mindset Wellness CBD. If you haven't tried Mindset Wellness CBD or any CBD for that matter, you are missing out. Mindset Wellness CBD's products, all of their gummies are gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, organic, and they taste incredible. They have helped my anxiety, they've helped me sleep at night, and I couldn't recommend them more highly. Head to MindsetWellnessCBD.com and use code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE at checkout for 10% off and free shipping. On today's episode, I sit down with a woman who shares her experience being cheated on, later meeting the other women, and realizing that they were not the ones to blame. We hear about how she found out she was being cheated on, what it was like learning to trust again, and how she and these women helped support each other. We discuss why being cheated on usually has nothing to do with you, whether or not you should let someone know if you know that they're being cheated on, and more. 
The holidays are here. 2021 is basically over and we made it through another year of mostly remote work, which is actually pretty insane. But just because we worked remotely, it does not mean that we are excused from getting our coworkers and our bosses and our clients holiday gifts. But don't worry, you guys, I am here to make that process so simple for you by telling you all about Batter That Matters and their incredible, mouthwatering, delicious cookies. I am in love with Batter That Matters, their cookies and their brand for multiple reasons. One, it was started right here in Westchester, New York, which is where I grew up. So of course, it is close to my heart and close to my stomach. Two, they donate a portion of their profits to a different nonprofit every season, which is incredible. And when you eat them, you know that not only are you eating something good, you are actually doing something good too. Three, they have so many different incredible options. They have options for people who are vegan. They have options for people who are gluten-free. They have options for people who are vegan and gluten-free. And then, of course, they have plenty of gluten-filled options for people like me. Batter That Matters ships nationwide for free, so that actually makes the process of sending gifts to your coworkers and your bosses and your clients even smoother because, as you know, in this remote world, we all live in completely different places. But don't worry, you don't have to pay any single cent for shipping. They got you covered. And to top it off, you are getting hooked up with a 10% discount off your entire purchase when you use the code seeing other people at checkout. So head to ourbattermatters.com. Do all of your holiday shopping right now. You could literally be done in five minutes. And you can thank me later when you are the MVP of office gifting this holiday season. Thank you so much for being here. Why don't we start by having you introduce who you are and what you're here to talk about? I'm a straight female. I live in California. I'm 38 years old. And I want to talk about uh, not blaming the other woman in like a cheating situation. When I first read your email, I was so happy and, and excited that you wrote into me because I think that is such an important thing to kind of understand. And mm -hmm. whenever we hear about a cheating situation or any type of situation where someone was unfaithful or even like talking to somebody else or whatever, like our, our gut instinct is to blame that other person. We never yes. think to blame our partner. Yeah. Um, but it's it in reality, like your partner equally chose to do that. And they're the one who chose to do that to you. Um, exactly. and so I think it's something that I'm, I'm really excited to talk about. I mean, I've been cheated on. I've had friends who have been cheated on. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you have a few different experiences to share. So I'm really, <laughs> I do, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to get into it. Cause I mean, it's look, it's something that it happens. We, we have it happen to us. We do it. And it's something that isn't talked about a lot. So mm -hmm. why don't we start with whichever story you want to talk about? Um, and kind of just set the stage in, in terms of what happened. Yeah. So when I was in college, uh, in Santa Barbara, I was, I was younger. So early, early twenties. Um, I had this boyfriend that I, I had been friends with for a while. Um, he had just told me that he loved me. So we started to kind of get things serious and, um, I, I trusted him. I, I didn't think that there was any reason not to trust him, but I was in his room and as a female, you know, your intuition is super strong. And something told me to look at this crumpled up piece of paper that was like right on top of his trash can. And even though I wasn't someone that was like Snoopy or anything like that, I, I, I uncrumpled it. I looked at it and he had told me he was away for the weekend to go camping with his dad. But the receipt was that weekend for like a hotel room. So I just had this gut feeling. It's like, okay, something's not right here. 
Um, I called my guy friend and he said, you know, you just need to act like, you know, what's going on and just say to him, like, do you have anything that you want to tell me? And so I took his advice and my boyfriend at the time, he acted like he didn't know what I was talking about. So I just got off the phone with him. And then about two hours later, he called me back and let me know, like he had spent the weekend in a hotel with his ex-girlfriend and, you know, basically he had cheated on me. And me being new to like long-term relationships and being young, my, that was my first gut instinct was like to get mad at her because she was his ex-girlfriend. And of course I was mad at him too. And we broke up, but I, I was mad at both of them and I wanted to blame her and I knew who she was. I had seen her come, you know, we worked at the same place. She'd come in, I'd seen her and I wanted to be mad at her and hate her, but um, she actually like reached out and said, you know, I never meant to hurt anybody. And I think what I didn't take into consideration was that, you know, despite what had happened, you know, despite who it was that it was his ex-girlfriend, he, he made that decision. Like he was the one, and it could have been anybody. He was the one that, that had something broken inside of him that made him choose to go do that thing. It had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with her. And she, you know, she had no idea that he had a girlfriend and that he was serious with her. And she was just feeling lost and lonely in her own place in life. And, you know, decided to find some comfort in an ex. And so she reached out to me just, you know, I, I, I never meant to hurt you. And it took me some time and, and, it took me some time after we broke up and then me and her ended up adding each other on Instagram and we had like a really beautiful conversation. She just, you know, held so much space for me and I was able to like, I had to wait till all that anger had subsided, but I was able to see things from her point of view and realize that like she had also been, you know, misguided and misled she didn't know like he had this girlfriend that he was serious with and um like I said like she was just in a weird place in life where she was looking for something familiar he was telling her the right things and um they ended up going to a hotel together and I think it was really eye-opening for me and what I learned was like because I was taking it so personal like what does she have that I don't have or like uh, why did he pick her over me? I was, I was taking his actions so personally, but, but what I learned through that experience is like, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with her. This is his own weird trauma that he hasn't dealt with, that he's going to go and tell someone that he loves them and then immediately follows that up with cheating on them. This, this isn't personal, you know? Right. So, uh, I actually still talk to her. I ran into her not that long ago and got to like meet her baby and her, her new boyfriend. And it's just so cool to me that I was able to, it was such a cool lesson to, to let go of all of that, like, you know, blame and just be open to hear her side of the story and be open to see her as a person. And I don't know, love her as a person. And now we're friends. So I think that's really great. 
Yeah, that's definitely a plot twist that doesn't usually happen. I feel like yeah. most of the scenarios I've heard. One, yeah. a few questions um, from everything you just went through. But my biggest question is like, how how did you separate the fact that it, it wasn't about you? Because to me, like like you were saying, like, why did he pick her and stuff like, but it was just like, this was his thing that he needed to work out. But like, I don't know, I feel like for me and, and for a lot of people, it's hard because it's like, well, mm-hmm. he chose to risk what he had with me. Obvious, like I would be thinking like, I'm not important enough to him. Like he was willing to lose this. And that is, I think, one of the hardest things in, in some situations. So I'm wondering how like you kind of talked yourself off of that narrative. Well, it took me a long time and it took me a lot of different situations in life to realize people treating you like that, uh, people cheating on you, uh, that that has nothing to do with you. I, I took it so personally and it was so hurtful and I definitely did not feel good about myself, but in talking to her, I don't know, it was weird. It was healing. The fact that she was sort of lost and feeling a certain way and um, just her being able to see me as a person and then me being able to see her as a person and realizing like his, his traumas and his past and everything that built up to that is what led him to make that decision. And it could have been anybody It, you know, not her, if not her, it would have been someone else because he was looking for a way to sabotage what we had. And that had nothing to do with me. It took me a lot of like self-reflection and of course therapy and everything to realize like this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I I think it's, it's kind of good and and affirming to hear that it wasn't just like an instant realization. Like it's no, it took a lot of while. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think I've been able to kind of have that hindsight in some really toxic situations I've been in where Mm -hmm. I, I thought like there must be so many things wrong with me if somebody can do this to me, but, and and it took years, but now looking back, it's like, you're right. It it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, It had everything to do with him and, and who he was and his past experiences. And I was Mm -hmm. just kind of like victim to that. Um, Mm -hmm. One other thing that I thought was really interesting was that she didn't know he had a girlfriend and was in a serious relationship. He, well, I think that she knew, but he told her what she needed to hear. You know what I mean? To feel like it was okay. Like, oh, we're not together right now. Or we, you know, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, if someone's going to cheat, sometimes there are people who will maliciously, you know, and without, you know, regrets, go cheat with somebody knowing that they're with someone, but, but most of the time they've been told things to lead them to believe that what they're doing is okay. Like, Oh, we're on the rocks or she's crazy or, you know, whatever it is that they need to hear to make them feel like this is okay. Cause there's no way he was like, I'm in love with this woman. And she's like, I don't care just talking to her as a person. Yeah. There was no way that that's what was going on. Yeah. It really is crazy how like you never know what somebody's saying to someone. Obviously you, you were able to find out in this specific situation, but yeah, I think that's a huge reason why like we're so quick to blame somebody else, but we have no idea what impression they were under. Like, 
like, like mm-hmm. you said, like he said what he, ne- what she needed to hear in order to yeah. be okay with the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. So that was situation number one. Oh yeah. So situation two was much more toxic. And I think that we learn the most in these toxic situations and what you were saying about like not taking the toxic situations personally. Um, this one I feel like was the biggest lesson for me because what I felt like I had to heal from the most was sort of like the self-abandonment because I had been through this before, but I, I ended up actually taking this person back after they pulled this on me. Um, so this one definitely like taught me a lot about myself and like what I was capable of healing from. And, um, so he, he cheated on me. The girl found out the next day that he had a girlfriend and she said, you need to call her and tell her what is going on. Cause I guess he was trying to tell her, Oh, I want to date you and this and that. And she said, you need to call her and tell her like what, And I had seen a picture on Instagram of like their hands at a coffee shop. So I texted him like, what, why is there a picture of you and some girl's hands holding coffee at a coffee shop? He's like, who told you? I'm like, what are you? What? Who told me? (laughs) Like you Um, told me and every single other person who follows you. (laughs) Exactly. And he's, he's like, I'm so stupid. I'm like, "Uh, you're stupid because you posted something on Instagram or you're stupid Mm -hmm. because you got caught doing something that you were trying to be secretive about. Exactly. How how deep into this relationship were you when this happened? Uh, so he had, when I met him, he was going through something really hard and I had been like kind of, and I don't suggest this helping him through that. And, uh, we were together probably like five or six months. So not too crazy. Um, but he, he had like said, I love you. And I thought that we were going to be kind of a serious thing. Um, she ended up contacting me. So she got in contact with me and she said, listen, like, I did not know that he had a girlfriend when we hooked up, he told me the next day. And so, you know, I don't want you to think that. And I said, no, you know what? I've actually been through this before. And I believe you. And, and I think because I had been through that, I was able to hold space for her and listen to her and like hear out her situation. He tried to date both of us for a, for a while after that. I don't think he knew that like we were in contact. Right. And then once he called things off with her, and then this is where I felt like a lot of self-abandonment, I did take him back. Um, which inevitably he cheated on me again. So I, I think what I learned through this and he, he was actually like a narcissist, which I know that word is thrown around, but he did like tell me one time that a therapist told him he was a narcissist and me being like naive. I'm like, you're not a narcissist. Cause I didn't, <laughs> I thought that meant like he looked in the mirror all the time and was like self-obsessed. But then, you know, after we broke up and looking into it, I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, but I still talk to her too. And I still am friends with her and she'll, she's like, it's funny because both of these women, like they follow me on Instagram and anytime I have like a big, you know, announcement or like some project I'm working on or whatever, they're always there rooting me on like, Oh my gosh, look at you. Good job. You know? And I feel like it's crazy that 
through this like ugly situation, I've been able to find these like beautiful women who, who don't try and like blame each other or hold each other down. Like they're, they're there to lift each other up and see past this messed up situation and just kind of hold each other um, in like a loving manner. And, and I just feel so lucky and like, I've learned so much. And uh, after we broke up, she actually was there to talk to me about things and was very understanding and, you know, was there to kind of encourage me, you know, you deserve better. And I'm so glad that you're happy now. And so, yeah, I feel like I learned a lot from that situation. It's really amazing that in these situations, it was instantly like both of, both of the other women instantly thought to protect you Mm -hmm. and realize like, this is not an okay situation and, and she needs to know. Mm -hmm. And that's something where I wish more people would do. And I know people who have been in that situation and not, and not known like, okay, do Mm -hmm. I tell this person or, but like, they're going to hate me and I don't want to like, I'm going to turn their life upside down. And it's like, I've, I've also helped people write messages to people on Facebook about it. Um, just like finding out who the person is and and writing messaging like, Hey, you don't know me, but I want to let you know this happened. And Mm -hmm. what's crazy is I I've actually, um, been, I I've, been a witness to a situation where, or maybe two situations where my friends or coworkers or whoever were the other woman who reached out and the person was like, go away. I don't know. You never talk to me again. Yeah. Cause they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They, they, that's the thing. And I didn't want to believe it either with the second guy. I was like, Oh God, I, I love this person. I, I don't want to believe this. And, and I want so badly to see the good in this person. Yeah. But, you know, she knew, I knew. And it was so nice when it was over for her to be like, I understand why you went back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here for you. I understand what you went through. I saw that side of him. And, you know, yeah, it's just so cool that we could be there for each other. Yeah, without a doubt. It's, it's interesting that they both chose you and then chose like other really great women. <laughs> like they were like mm-hmm. actively going for like actual, like really good people, which yep. is the funny part of it. Um, I mean, one, one big question I have for you is how did you go from your first experience losing trust to then like letting yourself a- actually trust someone again to then losing that trust, but then saying like, okay, I can still trust people. Cause I think a big thing after getting cheated on is like, you just, you can't trust anyone. You don't know who, who you should or shouldn't believe, or like if one person cheated on me, is everyone going to cheat on me? And, and that's something that I really struggled with for a long time. I struggled with that so much after the first time, I feel like this light switch went off in me when I stopped taking their stuff personally because then when they because I realized like I can't go into every situation feeling like oh god what if they cheat on me and what I had to do was just sort of observe 
their behaviors, obviously their actions over their words. And when they chose or if they chose to do something, I had to be okay with, all right, well, this is your choice. You made this choice. This has nothing to do with me and I have to let you go. It took a lot for me to get there because I, I had a, I had a guy in between who I would, you know, I was always like, where are you going? Or, you know, and I I think he like shared his location with me and it was just all too much, like too much information about this person that I had. And I would check their Instagram and their followers. And I, it was driving me, it was driving me crazy, like to a point where I don't know, I was giving myself anxiety. So I had to make that choice. Like I can't be who's this girl? Who's this person? Like, why are you, you know, I, I can't be that person. This is, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. It makes it impossible for me to be open to hearing other people's side of the story or, or even relaxing. So I had to make that choice. Like if he's going to go do that, that's, that's his choice. And I can't take that personally. And I just have to let this person go. And that's their lesson to learn not, it's nothing to do with me, but it took a lot to get there. A lot. Yeah. I I hear that. And I'm glad you brought up like making yourself anxious because I know for me, I mean, look like when, when I was cheated on, I, I had hunches, like I wasn't blind to it. I was like, and I would see him. It was the time where you could see who people were Mm -hmm. following and what Mm -hmm. pictures they were liking. And I would see him suddenly following this girl and then like commenting on her picture. And like, she would like his pictures and stuff. And like this happened like multiple times. Um, yep. and I would say to him, like, who, like, who is this girl? Or like, he'd suddenly say like, Oh, like I'm going out with friends. I'm, like, like what friends he's like, just like friends. Like, I'm like, what is, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, like I, like, I, I know you so well, I know everyone you're friends with who the fuck are these friends. And he's like, what, I can't have other friends. And like, he would make me feel like, like, cr- like crazy for say, like being curious and asking mm-hmm. questions. Cause I knew something was up and like it was the most like gaslighting situation before gaslighting became a, the term that it is now. Um, right. I'm sure, I'm sure it was a term at the time. I just didn't know. I didn't have the yeah. word for it, but, um, so then like any time after that, I mean, in any other, and any relationship moving forward, it's just, there are all these things that I realized like were triggers for me and like, see it like the second Instagram took that feature away. That was amazing. Then, but oh then the God. second Instagram came out with the feature where you could see if some, like when someone was last active in your messages, mm-hmm. the second they put out that feature, <laughs> I realized that I could turn it off. And I was like, I never want this on for me ever, ever. It's I don't want to know if somebody's not answering and like, uh, yeah, exactly. And so I think figuring out, like, if there are certain things you can control, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to someone now who's kind of going through this. And I said to her, like, look, when you start dating again, I want you to go on a social media cleanse and literally delete all of your apps so that you're not tempted and you're not going to drive yourself crazy. But then there are other things where like, I, I would sometimes go to like his apartment and I'd see like a hair on his pillow, like a a girl's hair. And I'm sitting there wondering like, is that my hair? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so like in, in relationships moving forward, like I, I've, I've had to catch myself. Even the other night I was watching succession with my boyfriend and we like, looked at something on his phone. And then I like held his phone to take a picture of my dog. And he like, after I took the picture, he was like, okay, let's keep watching. And in him take it, like putting the phone down mate, like for a second, I was like, oh my God, like he just tried to take his phone away from me. And then I'm like, no, like he just wants to keep watching succession. 
Yeah, it's, it's, that tri- it's that trigger in you. And I think yeah. it all boils down to comparison because as women, we've been taught to compare ourselves and to, to compete against other women, which like is impossible. You know, yeah. you, can, you can't be better than everybody else. If, if you just kind of put yourself in a category of like, we're all great in our own way and you don't compare yourself, but this is, it's really hard. And, and that's the thing about Instagram. And I've had to put myself and I just did like a social media cleanse because I noticed myself like, why does everybody on Instagram have to be in a bikini all the time? Like I'm not the kind of person that is comfortable posing in lingerie or a bikini, but it seems like that's what everybody wants to see on Instagram. And when I noticed my brain going there, that's when you, you have to take that away and out of your life. And it felt so nice not to look on there and, and feel bad about myself every day because I was being bombarded with, and even like, I try to follow women who are more curvy or have a similar body type to me, but the, even then it's, it's curated. It's, it's meant to gain followers or sell, you know, a product. And so I, I have to, I definitely have to take that away and come back to myself because it, that's what it is. That's why, you know, we're taught to like blame other women in those situations. Cause we're comparing ourselves. Like, what does she have that I don't like? Why did he pick her over me? He didn't pick her over you. He has something in him that tells him he doesn't deserve that kind of love. And so he's finding a way to sabotage it. It could have been her. It could have been somebody else it has nothing to do with her, you know, having a bigger butt or being better at making spaghetti or whatever it is. It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's like, I have traumas I haven't dealt with. And so I'm unconsciously taking it out on you. And, and if you can see it from that light, it makes it so much easier not to be like, oh, she's a bitch because she slept with my boyfriend or, you know, I'm hotter than her or why did he pick her? You know, I'm way cooler. None of that matters. It's, it's the fact that you're not supposed to be with that person and they made a choice and now they have to live with that. Yeah. It's not. And, yeah. And so do you. And yeah, you have to live with it knowing that if, if they were capable of making this choice, that's not somebody you want to be with. Exactly. If they can't sit down with you and let you know, I'm feeling a certain way or even sit down with a therapist. I feel like a lot of people aren't aware of that. They need to do that. Yeah. And look, I mean, yeah, I think, I think one of the main things I want to emphasize is that like, we're both saying that we had to go through a lot and we had to like really work through it. Like I know it's so, it sounds so much easier said than done because it is because it's really, really fucking hard. It's, it's a practice. You have to practice every day. Like I just said, I have to take social media breaks all the time because I, feel myself going, Oh, I'm not as skinny as everyone else. Like, yeah, it's just something that's been programmed in our brains. Yeah. I want to get into your third story because I know you were also the other woman once, and Mm -hmm. I'm definitely interested in hearing that experience. Yeah. So, um, I got a message on Instagram. I hadn't seen it right away. Cause sometimes if you're not friends with somebody, it'll put it in the general folder. 
where, where was this in between or before, after the other two experiences? This is actually not that long ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I got a message. She was very sweet. She, she had obviously really thought out this message. He said, listen, like, I know that you're dating this guy. I recently dated him. He was also secretly dating someone else at the same time. I, he's been trying to win me back. And he's also dating another girl. And I just wanted to warn you that that's, so they weren't together, but she was warning me that he was trying to get her back and that he was also dating another woman. Cause she made him, when he came over to try to make up with her, she made him communicate the names of these women that he was dating. And I guess my name was one of them. And she found me on Instagram. And I, and because I'd been through those experiences, I was able to read the message and really absorb that. Like this woman was definitely hurt and, um, you know, feeling a little bit of anger towards him, but she was coming from a good place. And I don't know that I suggest involving yourself like that just because it's a lot of, I don't know, that's a lot of stress on you. And and in a way you should just remove yourself from that situation and let him, because I, when uh, the second guy cheated on me, I knew who the girl was and I thought about it. I thought about letting her know, Hey, like he had a girlfriend the whole time you guys were sleeping together but I had to make that choice for myself to separate myself. And I really appreciate this third experience. And now I'm, I have a new friend. We've been talking again, again, <laughs> Guys, I have, if you need, amazing. if you're looking for friends, this is how to make them. Apparently. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. These have all been like amazing women who I'm just blown away by their kindness and, and they're beautiful women. And they have like, amazing things they're doing out in the world. Um, and I, I appreciate everything that she did. I just, I just think that there, there's a certain point where you have to remove yourself from that toxic person. You know what I mean? Like she meant well in what she did. And I, I'm very grateful because I'm not dating him anymore because of that situation. I already kind of had, like you said, you get that intuition. I kind of had feelings that something was going on there and he would blame it on like, Oh, I'm just, you know, really busy at work or whatever. But you, you can usually tell, like you feel that intuition and then she just confirmed it. And I'm so grateful. Uh, but I don't know, emotionally involving yourself in, in your ex's new relationships is, is kind of a slippery slope and you have to be careful with that. And I think she was received well by me and the other girl she reached out to, which is great. But like you said, some people will write you off. And if the man that you're, you were dating is a narcissist, they will make you out to be nuts. Like, oh, she's crazy. She might try to reach out to you. So sometimes it's good to just release that toxic person out of your life and not hold on to any sort of emotional connection to them. If you can, in that sense, like not be involved in their life in any way. 
they don't really deserve your energy. But I get her intention was to warn me because she she knew that like she wouldn't want anybody else's heart to be broken like that. How her yeah. heart got broken. So this is kind of reminding me of a situation that somebody came to me um, a few months ago asking uh, what to do. Um, when I just actually found the screenshots of what happened and I, um, Mm -hmm. she didn't, she ended up being stuck in this situation and wasn't sure if she should tell the other women involved. And so we ended up making it a poll on the seeing other people, Instagram, and then asked people like, why or why not? And so the situation was if the guy you're hooking up with simultaneously got another girl pregnant, would you want to know? And should she reach out? Oh, so she got pregnant from him oh my and gosh. he was, she knew that he was hooking up with other women actively, mm-hmm. um, multiple other women. And she did not know if she should tell she, she, she was, she was getting an abortion or she at this point had gotten an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had, they had broken up, but she knew that he at that time was sleeping around and was still sleeping with these other women. Um, and so I'm curious what you think based on your experiences, tell or not tell. Well, I, I think that there is a, a plus to both sides. Cause I have to tell you that me and her talking, there was, there were things that he would do that I kind of felt weird about. And we were able to relate to each other on that. I said, Oh, did this happen to you? And she said, yes. And so I realized, okay, that, that had nothing to do with me. That's just something he does. And so I'm not going to take that personally. And I'm so glad I got to talk to this woman about this. So now I don't feel so weird about that situation that happened. That was so nice. I, and I, for me, it was great. But I think just for your own mental sanity, you have to be a little careful with that. Because it is still connecting you somehow to the drama that this person brings into the world and it is still connecting you to them emotionally. So I I think that, I think that if there's something like pregnancy involved, you definitely have to communicate with the the person involved and, and yeah, if there's like other women, I, I think there's situations that you definitely should reach out. I just, I think that the main thing for me is taking care of your own mental health. And if this person is toxic and you're a sweet, kind human being, they're going to take advantage of that. Yeah. 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 I know what she ended up doing. She did end up telling the other woman, Mm -hmm. um, the results on that 71% of people said tell, and that was, there were 556 votes for tell and 29%, which is 230 said, let it be. Um, but she did end up telling them, um, Mm -hmm. and that ended up getting back to him. And he was like sending her like threats and flipping out on her. And it obviously, like you said, like it, it kept her attached to the drama and the pain of the situation. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, also understand the perspective of like, if I was one of the other women, like I would want to know, I would also want to know that in this situation, like he forced this girl to get in the abortion. She wanted to keep the baby and he forced her to get an abortion. Um, yeah. and so that's something where like, 
if you're dating this person who you think is wonderful and, and this just happened with somebody else, like while they were also dating you, like, yeah, you probably do deserve to know. And he's probably going to do something similar to you. But I, I mean, it's just so hard because I wonder how often this happens where it, it doesn't get communicated. I think if you're going to do that, you have to mentally prepare yourself for him making you out to be crazy. And mm-hmm. for some of these women to believe him and for them to, to ignore you or not want to hear what you have to say. But it, I don't know. I, I think it depends on the situation. You just, like you said, you just have to protect like your mental health and, and from the drama and from what this person brings into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you come first, like you have to protect your heart and, and, and your mental health. And I'm wondering if this is something I haven't really thought about. Like one way to do it is like, if you're in a really bad place, but you still feel like it's the right thing to do is to tell the other women or the other men, whoever it is, like you can have a friend do it for you, like remove yourself from the situation, but like still get that message across to the people who need to hear it. Mm -hmm. I think that could happen. Um, I remember almost, I guess maybe I have thought about that before. Cause I almost did do that. Um, a friend of mine's ex-boyfriend, um, within like a year was engaged to somebody. And, um, we had found out that he had like, they were pregnant and like going to have the baby. And this is literally within like a year of them breaking up. Um, mm-hmm. and somebody that she was friends with saw him at a bar kissing another woman. And it was just like, it was this whole thing of like, what do like, we're not even in the situation anymore. Like my friend was a year out of the situation, but she still was like, that is so messed up. And I feel like, uh, like I have to take it in, in my responsibility to tell her because mm-hmm. that's not okay. And they're about to have a baby together. But then she was like, but I also don't know her. And I, like, who am I to turn her life upside down? And like, but maybe we just like the, the person who saw it took pictures of it. And it's like, maybe we just like anonymously send the pictures, but then like, and then suddenly like we had these, like, I just had these pictures on my phone and I'm like, well, do I take it upon myself to do it? Like I'm so Mm -hmm. out of this situation, but I ultimately we ended up doing nothing. They got married. They have this baby. And I mean, I hope he's not cheating on her still, but it's, it's just, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. And I think she'll find out it'll come out in some way or he'll do the work and he'll not do those kind of things anymore. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, you know, your friend's responsibility because she knows how he is. And I think his new wife will figure it out. Yeah. So after going through these experiences, two questions come to mind. One do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? No, because I have cheated. And for me, I realized after I cheated that that wasn't something that it was me in a weak place. And actually it gave me perspective because I realized when I did that, what kind of a mental state you are in when you do something like that and what kind of a low you're in personally to make that sort of a choice. So I think coming from that experience, I'm able to apply that like, oh, I was in a very weak mental state. I was not good. Uh, When I made that decision, I was, 
you know, lying to myself and a bunch of other people. It was really messy and complicated. I don't want that for myself anymore. But I think you, if you cheat and then you don't do the work to get yourself out of, I don't know, whatever it is that made you make that decision, then yeah, you're going to keep cheating. It's doing the work mentally that, that changes everything. I think a lot of people just don't realize you know, they'll blame it on this or that. And they don't realize that they're the ones that made that decision. And they're the ones that have to deal with the consequences and fix it. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, obviously everything is circumstantial and and situational, but I I agree. You can, I mean, you can't just like cheat one day and then say like, ah, I'm never going to do it again. Like I promise. And then like be trusted with that. It's like, you have to really figure it out. And, and I think I'm, glad that you had that realization like for you and and for now everyone who's hearing this story is that like in order to do that like you're not in a good place and your relationship is not in the place that you want it to be because you're not in a good place mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's really important to keep in mind um do you think that a relationship could ever work after there has been cheating on either side I do. I do. I think once again, like it takes a lot of work because the trust is going to have to be built back up and that person is, is going to have to dive deep and figure out what it is that made them make that decision and then come clean and be completely honest with themselves as much as the other person. You can't just say, Oh, I cheated on you. I'm sorry. I feel bad you also have to do that work on yourself. Like, why did I do that? You know, what's going on with me that made me, and then, and then for them to really decide if, if they're in a place to be in a relationship, like I don't not get back together with me because you love me and I'm comfortable. Get back together with me because you feel like you can do the work to make this happen. And I didn't understand for the longest time what like you have to love yourself before you love someone else. I didn't, I didn't get that. Cause you know, they, they're just words, but until you realize loving yourself is like constantly doing the work to make yourself uh, a stronger person. And, and you're not going to just be perfect one day and, Oh, I love myself all the time. It's like, you're constantly going to run into things that test you and going through that process and making those decisions is what is going to help you feel like you have more love for yourself. So I, I think it can work if, if both people are really willing to put all of that work in and it's a lot of work. It's a lot. And I, I completely agree. Um, I've seen it happen and, Mm -hmm. but it, it doesn't happen with the snap of a finger. It happens over a really long period of time it happens with the help of therapists or other types of professionals or experts who can Mm -hmm. help each person. Like it is not a one-sided thing. It is a lot of work, but it it is possible. Um, but I don't think everybody is able to do it at all. Um, and I really like what you said about, um, the, the quote, you have to love yourself before you love someone else. Because for the longest time, I, I also like, I didn't get it. I was like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, what? So I'm not deserving of love or like of being yeah. like, of like loving someone or being myself. Like, right. But yeah. like, I think 
until I actually really worked on myself and got to a place where I, I truthfully did like love who I was and who I was growing into and who I was becoming. That's when I actually realized like, oh my God, I'm in, I was not in a good place before and I'm in such a better place now. I've grown so much. I'm a different person yep. in, in all of the best ways and who I was before was not a person that could be in like a healthy, strong, real relationship Yep. because I had a lot that I needed to work through. And so I think that's a really big thing. And I mean, sometimes I still go back and forth on it, but I, I really didn't understand it until I was in a really good place where I could confidently say like, yeah, like I love who I'm becoming and who Mm -hmm. I am. And I think that's also important to think about like with the person you're dating, like like you said, when you started, um, seeing the second person, like they weren't in a great place and you were, Neither was kind of, I. you were helping. Yeah. And you were helping them through that, but like, you can't fix somebody. Nope. You can't. And if you're trying to, then that's something going on in you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay. My last question for you, and I think this is a really good way to kind of tie things, um, up from all of your experiences and and everyone you've spoken to within these situations, do you think there are anything like any signs that someone could look out for early in their relationship or at any point in their relationship? Like, is this person capable of doing this? Like, are they in a place where they might go down that path? Um, and obviously other than like seeing who they're following on Instagram and trying to debate if like a strand of hair is your hair color or not. Um, I'm just wondering like what, kind of things you can pinpoint that might lead to this happening? I think, uh, a lot of times I've run into a lot of men that will kind of tell you what they think you want to hear, but taking it slow is okay. So if, if someone's trying to like rush into things with you and like make things romantic, like really quickly, that's a sign for me. And that's a red flag for me because they'll shove all this stuff on you. Like here, take this, take this. But then, then little things like, Oh, I'm not going to repost that thing. You tagged me on Instagram because you know, I I don't want my ex-wife to see it or, you know, little you'll, you'll pick up on little things and you'll just feel that that person isn't actually where they're telling you they're at. Um, so I think it's a big red flag if someone is, is really trying to rush the start of a relationship. And then at the same time, anytime you open up just a little bit, they, they get scared and they put that wall back up. So it's like a very one-sided situation I've noticed. And then, yeah, just like real kind of uncomfortable with you getting too close to their friends or their roommates or uncomfortable with you crossing that line between acquaintance and uh, girlfriend, I guess, as much as they say, Oh, I, I really like you. And I want you in my life. Like you'll be able to pick up on them getting uncomfortable with you, like getting to know their coworkers or cause there's this other side of their life that they're trying to keep under wraps. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. And, and that actually makes me, reminds me of a situation where one of my coworkers, um, I found out after I was working there, she was um, 
the other woman with, she was sleeping with somebody else at our office who was engaged. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, when I like heard all the details of that situation, it was just like, holy shit. And like, he really was keeping his like work life and personal life totally separate. Um, and so I think, yeah, that's a really good sign to look out for. And I love what you said about like, if they're trying to rush into a relationship with you, like obviously sometimes things move faster than others, but I, I think you have to really figure out like why it's moving fast. Cause look, if they can rush into something with you, they can rush into something with anyone else too. And that's the best part of relationships. So why not just kind of enjoy it and, and let it unfold naturally. Cause if, if you jump on that bus with them, you're going to be the one that ends up feeling crazy. So I remember like going on a trip with this guy one time and, uh, he was just on edge the whole time I was walking on eggshells. And then I, you know, started to feel anxious having an anxiety attack. And I started to tear up and he's like, it's okay. You can be vulnerable with me. And then the minute I started crying, he's like, Whoa, why are you crying? We've only been dating for a few months. So it's weird. It's like his words and his actions did not match up. Like he was allowed to be crazy and rush into things, but I I couldn't even open up the slightest uh, and be romantic with him in the way that I needed to be. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be a partnership there and it's got to be both people giving and taking. Um, Exactly. It's not right. And you don't deserve like you you deserve to be in an equal partnership and you deserve to be with somebody who's going to give as much as you give and who is mm-hmm. going to let you feel so comfortable opening up and so yeah i'm really i appreciate you bringing that point up mm-hmm. well thank you so much thank for being you here i'm i'm really like this is just such an interesting conversation because it's something that like, people don't want to talk about because like Nobody likes to say like, yeah, I've been cheated on. Um, and nobody likes to say like, oh, or I've cheated on somebody. Like it's something that it's just such a topic that we, that is like so frowned upon. And it's like, well, if mm-hmm. you've been cheated on, like, what does that say about you? Well, guess what? Nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing. So thank you so much. I, I really, yeah, really thank you. you being here to everyone who tuned in. Thank you for listening to Unfiltered. Mads, I'm obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish bloated queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!